It's time for the Unsolicited Advice Podcast. With over 20 years experience talking smack to each other and good at cracking cold ones and talking football, this is your favorite source for fantasy football wisdom. And now, here's your hosts, Charlie and Bryce. Gentlemen, Wait, 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 Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Unsolicited Advice with Charlie and Bryce. And as always, I am Bryce. And with me today, I have the clean cut. I have the microphone trained. I have the bartering. As always, I have the Robert Charlie Adams. Well, the point of a middle name, it goes in the middle. But you went middle first there. I'm, I'm... Well, I change that up because I use my middle name. You know that. So we're both going to go by our middle names as podcasts. Okay. <laughs> but you should have gone by Porky the Pig with your... Christmas. Well, I just got to check. Remember? Is it too early to play Christmas music? Because that's what you said last week. Yeah. Remember it's... that? Oh, yeah. It's. I mean, I think it's too early. Okay, but, but you just referenced Christmas music. That's allowed. Well... Yeah, Lily, so are we gonna play? Lily was listening to Christmas music right before you walked in. No, she was not. Hell yeah, you literally was. just said that was not allowed. Yeah, but dude. And then you have all this Christmas shit right behind me. In what world? So when are you decorating what, for Christmas? You have what known, are you saying right you now? Have are known you, is Lily okay and I, be, is you, it okay to be Christmas? You've or is known it not Lily okay to be as Christmas? long as I've known Lily. Yeah. What makes you think that I have any control over what she does? When, but you have a different reference point of when Christmas is okay. Dude, no, I'm just a fucking sellout, and I told you that. And then you went out and got your Christmas tree. Right, because I'm a sellout. Yeah. It's not my... Dude, I, I have no control over anything, dude. I just do what I'm told. That's probably the earliest you've ever gotten your Christmas tree. Damn right. Probably by a good three weeks. Pro- probably. And so what happens when our Christmas tree is fucking dried out come Christmas time? Then well, hopefully what? you got a good one. Then our house burns down. Well, all because ho- she wanted the tree a little bit early. Well, hopefully not. All because she wanted the tree a little bit early. Hopefully Merry not. Christmas! You got it. Hopefully, you got you got some coal. Is what you got. You think? You think it would? You if, think it would? If you're what the dry out or yeah or catch on fire both. Well, if it dries out, it'll definitely catch on fire. You think so? You, you must not be using LED lights then. Oh, no, they're LEDs. Okay, so then it's not going to catch on fire. Not likely. That's why they could, created it could. LED lights. It could. No, no shot. The, I promise you are, they did are not. Are you just like they did not fondling matches and fucking lighters they did around not, the Christmas tree? They did not create LED lights for Christmas, I promise. Yeah, no, they definitely did. That is not they why. said, we have an issue with Christmas trees in incandescent lights, burning up Christmas trees. We need to make a better light. Oh, wait, boom, LED lights. There you go. And guess what? They're everywhere. And guess what? They stay very cool. Have you ever used them before? Have I ever used LED lights before? Yeah. Let's have some questions. Let's have some Christmas questions now that we're at it. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, some dude. Christmas questions. Dude, I still... I are wanna, you a multicolor why light Why don't you family? ask me... Or are like you a white how, light color family? Why don't you ask me how we're doing turkey or something? We got Thanksgiving still. Multicolor? This is Thanksgiving week of football, dude. This is, this is sacred in football world. So drop the fucking Christmas for a second. This is Thanksgiving football. Thank, turkey and football is what Thanksgiving does, dude. Are you cooking a turducken? No. 
Well, you're missing out big time. Are you cook? How are you cooking your turkey? Deep frying it. Okay. What type of oil? Peanut. You're fucked up. You're fucked up already. Are you kidding me? Everyone knows that you got to use avocado oil. First of all, (laughs) no, you do goddamn do not. Chick-fil-A uses peanut oil, and that's God's chicken. So you know you're on the right track if you use peanut oil. Do do you really use avocado oil? Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I I don't. I don't think you could get that many avocado oil. You know how expensive it would be to get avocado oil in that fucking quantity? I don't know. Let's find out. You know who would know? Nate Dunlap. Nate Dunlap would know. No, there's fucking no, no, no way I guarantee he has he would ever know. looked up avocado oil, I dude. I guarantee he would know. No, he would not. He would at least have a good reference point. No, he would not, dude. So, how big is your bird? 18 maxes out the... Um, that's pretty good. It maxes out the, the fryer. Yeah. That's New fryer, good. not my fryer. Well, whose fryer are you using? Because we Steve, had the same fryer Steve, for a while. Yeah, yeah, I still have it. Okay. Steve and Jules just bought one. Okay. I think Why are you using that one? Because we're traveling, and oh. it's easier to use theirs. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why they so got it. you'll be there the day of? They already got it. So you'll be there the day of? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Got it, got it. Ours is what? Like 20 pounds, I think, right? Eight. Um, I still... No, I think it's 18. Because... Yeah. But you can use... I think, I, we, I, have I think a, we have a 20-pound bird, though, so... I think... So I think we have a 28-quart. Yeah. They got a 30-quart, and theirs says the max is... 18. Yeah. Nice. They just use a little less oil then. Yeah, but you got to make sure it's covered. Yeah. In oil. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, no, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Favorite Thanksgiving side dish? A can of whoop-ass if we don't start this thing and let me crack this beer. You ready to talk some football, dude? That doesn't sound very appetizing to me. Um, you're right. Can we talk some football for fuck's sake, dude? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to keep talking Thanksgiving. I was ready to we talk can, Christmas. We can, well, we if you can, want to keep talking Thanksgiving, I guess we can. We can bring it back to Thanksgiving. Just let, let's get this beer crack going so All I right, can take a sip. Three, uh, two. Wait, hold on. That's what? not how we do it, dude. Why? Let's talk some football. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. Three, two, one. <laughs> dude, you are awful. <laughs> Can't wait. It's going to be great. I, You know, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, you know what? Oh, we got to bring the humor back in here. Well, yeah, dude. But you've been such a fucking Debbie Downer because you have a. Oh, shit I'm sorry. Team. My team is fucking one and nine. Yeah. yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm a Debbie Downer. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. I've been because you have a dumps. shit team. I get it. Yeah. But oh, do you get it? Do you fucking have any understanding? No, you don't. No, yes, you, dude. No, you don't. I went no. through just as much pain. I sh- I send you shit all the time. How many, from when... how many straight losing seasons have you had? Well, I don't have. We don't what have a remember? shit owner. We don't have a shit owner. Well, there's you that. Used to. But we, I know. You know what? I bet you we had to. more. I bet we had more than six. And no, I'm not really six straight. Yeah, I bet we did. No, I see. I'd have five. We went. Hard to believe. We went playoffs in 2002. Yeah, I don't think we went back to like 2010. But losing or 11, seasons. Eleven losing seasons. Six straight losing seasons. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, dude. We're we're pretty damn close. You you were bad, but I don't know that you were that bad. We, we were, dude. We had like the likes of Tim Rattay as our quarterback for I do three remember fucking Tim years. Rattay. I do remember Tim Rattay. Yeah. I mean I the carousel. It yeah. was a fucking circus, is what it was. Yeah, a it was almost like the had. commies, uh, you know, quarterback room for a while there. Yeah, it was bad. But it was. Yeah. It lasted longer than that. Yeah. All right. So favorite Thanksgiving dish, side dish, like Charlie Adams, uh, perfect Thanksgiving. What is green, being served? Green bean casserole. Fried turkey. Green bean casserole. Green my bean thing. casserole. Yeah. Well, give me another side. Uh, garbanzo beans 
Really? Big fan. Yeah, that's my mom. I've, I've every year I eat them. Okay. My mom's made them. And I love dessert? them so much. Uh, I've never had like a a go to dessert for Thanksgiving, sure. but now I would say sweet Lily sweet potato pie. Nice. It nice. is top notch. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty good. Uh, yeah, I would probably say obviously fried turkey. You know, we both started doing that a little while back. Wouldn't go back at this point. It's delicious. No, ever since I had your dad's, I've not gone back. Yeah, yeah. It was life changing for me. It was. And I tell people, if you're not frying your turkey, you do fry it, it, and and uh, and your life will be changed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so frying turkey, always delicious. If I had to pick two sides, I'd probably pick, um, sweet potato casserole. Always a classic. Okay. Love that. Yep. Um, and I probably, like with, with, a is that the one that like marshmallows? marshmallows yeah, on okay. top? Yeah, 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 yeah. Brown sugar, all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm like you, Charlie, I'd probably say it's probably a tie between green bean casserole or mac and cheese. Okay. Both, both are like sure. Like, sure. Both are like top notch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then dessert, um, Mallory does make a really good. She calls it Christmas crack. It's oh, like yeah. like toffee or like uh, like graham crackers, and then like caramel. I remember that. Yeah, yep. it's really good. It's really good. That is top notch. Yeah. Uh, Kelly also makes Buckeyes. Those are always really good. You can't turn down a Buckeye, especially like a Reese's peanut butter cup. So, not bad options there. So that's all good. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, you know who's hey, what's your what's your first drink of the day on Thanksgiving for football? First drink of the day? Yeah. I just go straight into it. You know me. You just I'm, go a, to, I'm a liquor man. You just go to bourbon. Yeah. Okay. Straight to it. Well, if it's depending on how early we cook, I could like and like the weather normally makes it dependent. It looks like Thursday will be, you know, around sixties, I believe. So a hot toddy goes a long way. Okay. Especially because if you have to sit outside and watch the turkey fry, yep. like what we normally have to do, yep. a hot toddy goes a very long way very quickly. So I always appreciated that the last couple of years. Okay, just think about that. what you just said. This is a sneedism, y'all. It goes a very long way very quickly. Bit of a... The math of, adds up in my bit, head. <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't understand... The the point there, it, it's adding anyways, up up here. Anyways, yeah. oxymoronic, but yeah. that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, just making sense up here. I don't know. It's just I don't know. Uh, Charlie, you know who um, is not going to have a great Thanksgiving though? Is this your bad week? No, Matt Canada. Matt Canada is correct. Yeah, uh, I didn't know. I did. I felt like that was a good. That was the easy bad week, which I will gladly take him if that's not. Who you chose as your bad week? Well, no, but let me. I'll do the segue here. Okay. My good week is nope. the Steelers. Oh, because finally, now, uh, finally they fired Matt Canada, which we've been talking about this for. He is going. This was his fourth year. Yeah. Of mediocrity. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Ever the only ben time left. The only he's time been under the radar. The only time that he has had success is when Ben Roethlisberger turned his headphones off in his helmet and just called his own plays. Yeah. So it, um, and this is an absolutely insane stat to me. Wasn't it pretty interesting to see? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, let me just, yeah. Um, this is the last time that they had an in season firing of a coach or assistant coach was in 19. It was world war two, dude, 1941. And, it was the head coach, and he was part owner, and he fired himself. I say that to say it's it's a big deal that 
finally they've gotten rid of this guy. And I, I think their offense is going to be a lot better for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like it could go any worse. No, most certainly not. They most certainly could not. I, you know, I, I do I know who ended up going to go with Jalen Warren as the starting back, but that that was the smart decision. Yep. He, he, That's he very clear. That against the number one ranked defense this weekend. So, I don't know. I mean, you know, I feel like everyone's been calling for Matt Canada's head, so good on Mike Tomlin to finally pull the trigger midseason, especially now with the Bengals being where they are. The Steelers could make a legitimate shot at playoffs, Charlie. Like, they're in there. Oh, yeah. And there's, yeah. That- so, uh, you know, I, I commend Mike Tomlin because, like, the Steelers are in right now. Oh, yeah. Like, the Steelers are it's absolutely It's a call in. that, I mean, needed to be made a while ago, but with the history of the Steelers, this, they don't ever do this. This is not their style. And so that even goes, it's more to show that, like, this is really bad. Yeah. You've got to get out of here. Um, yeah. So I expect, I honestly expect good, really good things from, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think Kenny Pickett's going to be under more of a microscope here. I think he's got till the end of the season to at least show something because I think we've all been kind of waiting for this. Steelers fans have been waiting for this. Um, I feel like we have all been somewhat limited to see Kenny Pickett's progress. Uh, and maybe George Pickens is George Pickens or Deontay Johnson for that matter. Maybe one of them start to break out. So oh, I, I expect it big time. If one of them is out there on fantasy radars, I, I just would keep that in, in the loop. I think both of them are obviously successful, and I think Kenny Pickett has shown he can have success if put in the right system, at least for right now. But, yeah, it's something to consider. Yep. No, yeah, I, I fully 100% expect George Pickett. I mean, you're going to see – so the guy who's calling the plays, he's been an OC for a couple of teams before. He has called plays. He has – and the main thing here is he's called plays with an NFL offense. And Matt Canada, it did not feel like an NFL offense that he was running. I expect some some actual play action. Uh, and they're having success running the ball, so continue to run the ball. They're going to see some actual wide receiver combination routes. You're going to see – an actual NFL offense, and and really Kenny Pickett. Now, it's kind of like with Vegas. Um, there are no more excuses on the offensive players' front. Like you don't have the excuse of well, our coaches and so go out there and play. And I really do believe that the Steelers will be able to do that. All right. So that only was time my, will tell. Yep, that was my good week, Steelers. All right, bad week, Matt Canada. Uh, Charlie, um, who's also having another bad week. Darius or Shaq Leonard ends up getting yeah. cut today out of nowhere what it seems like but uh, obviously some injuries have kind of plagued him in the last two years I think just the last year he so I thought it was two years I thought it started at the end of the back issue started at the end of last year uh oh so was he has he had injuries this year I just thought he was losing playing time this year well he had been losing playing time because of his back injuries okay so because he was in and out of the lineup they had started someone else and so yeah last year he definitely had the injuries okay i got you two years yeah but but before that four in his first four seasons four-time all pro yeah linebacker yeah yeah and uh defensive rookie of the year his, his rookie year i mean this dude's been an absolute stud and injured last year and it's kind of lingering and I expect him to be on an NFL roster this week. 
Because he was waived. So someone just yeah, gets to claim yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Only time will tell. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on a roster by Sunday. Um, and the team we were just talking about seems like a great freaking candidate. Well, they just picked up Blake Martinez off the Panthers practice squad. The Steelers did? Yes. They also, Miles Jack unretired. Yeah, I did see that. And they, they signed him. I thought that was interesting as well. Yeah, so because so Miles Jack was signed by the Eagles this offseason. And after like a few weeks, decided to retire, unretired, Steelers sign him. And, you know, he, he has familiarity there. He was there last year. So, um, but I still wouldn't be surprised if a team like, well, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I do expect him to be on an NFL roster very soon. There you go. Maybe before the end of this podcast. All right. Uh, Charlie, for all of our Hard Knocks fans out there, um, I know you're not a fan because you're a loser. No, I told you uh, that I am a big fan now. You don't like Hard Knocks. You literally said that. You said that at the start of this year that you don't watch Hard Knocks. And then I did watch it, and I loved it. You never finished it, I didn't think, with the Jets. Yes, I did. You finished it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't tell me that. Yes, I did. You said you watched one episode. I don't remember you finishing Jesus. it. You just don't fucking pay attention. Dude, I've got we've got... I've got receipts on this Oh, in our text messages. Oh, okay. Well, Charlie, for all of our Hard Knocks fans, uh, including yourself, apparently. Yeah, uh, The right, Dolphins dude. are being featured on the mid-year Hard Knocks. And so, therefore, my good week is Mike McDaniel. I feel like his personality is going to really start to show. He feels like uh, a guy that fan, NFL fans are now, really here's a guy. start to fall in love with. Yeah. Um, just based on his quirkiness and... Uh, his ideas and philosophies and principles and things like that. So, Charlie, in my opinion, it's a good week to be Mike McDaniel. Uh, and I think the Dolphins, I have not watched it, comes out, debuts tonight. So, therefore, it will be out on HBO tomorrow. I will be tuning in. I don't know about yourself. Yeah, likely. Very likely. I'm looking forward to it. Lily, Lily's a big fan now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. And now, you know, to ex-Niners coaches, I'm I'm into it. Fair enough. All right, Charlie, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Thursday night football. We had Bengals at the Ravens. Uh, Charlie, you know, we didn't mention this in the news. I wanted to save it for here. We had two major injuries, buddy. Yeah. Joe Burrow goes down with a wrist injury, which he will need to have wrist surgery and is therefore out for the remainder of the season. Charlie, that is not the only season-ending injury. Unfortunately, it sounds like Mark Andrews also suffered an ankle injury that will put him out for the remainder of the year. Charlie, I want to just get your take here because Ravens won this game, but it felt like the injuries were the storyline of this game. What are your take and how do both those injuries uh, alter where those franchise could go for the remainder of the season? Well, um, I'll start with Baltimore. Obviously, I think Mark Andrews is going to be a. It's not going to be as big of a deal. It obviously hurts. I mean, he is such a reliable player for Lamar, um, one of the best tight ends in the league. Not having him really hurts. I look back to last year when he had he was out for a couple games, and Isaiah likely burst onto the scene for the Ravens. He didn't get any catches or anything this past game, but. I expect there's a waiver wire pickup for you. I'm sure it happened. Every Mark Andrews owner probably immediately went and got Isaiah Likely, but if not, that's who you need to go get. 
Um, as far as the Bengals, uh, there's I don't see any Season way. over? Yeah. Expectations out the window? Especially since they just dropped two in a row. Yeah. And after a bad, rough start to the year. Um, yeah, I would say, even fantasy-wise, like... What do we I'm do? Not, what do fantasy owners do with Jamar Chase moving forward? Yeah, that's that's the question, right? Um, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. What? What? what I mean, you, if I I would say Joe Mixon is the best out of all of these to have, just because he'll be featured more in the running game. He's going to get a lot of volume to support the the quarterback. Yep, and um, I, now these wide receivers, I feel like, are just going to be completely touchdown dependent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you pulled off a trade on Wednesday night, good for you. I happen to know in a league that I'm in, someone traded Josh Allen and Brandon Ayuk for Jamar Chase Wednesday night. Yikes. Yeah. Did they not know about the Burrow no, it injury? Was, it was Wednesday night. Before the injury? Yeah. Ouch. So... That's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Um, it's hard It's hard for me to find value beyond just being a, a flex play, honestly. I mean, I know that if you have Jamar Chase on your roster, you're not going to not play him, but it's it's going to be tough yeah. to find points. And, and, I mean, Jamar Chase is more likely to get points than T. Higgins, but, I mean, but really, I, I, I haven't seen – um, I don't even remember his name play really. So, you know, maybe I can give him a chance, but what's the quarterback? Uh, Jake Browning. Jake Browning. That's right. Um, I mean, we'll see. Maybe, maybe we'll all be blown away by this kid and he can, and he can be a serviceable quarterback that can carry them to the playoffs. I don't know. It just doesn't seem realistic when this team seems so dependent on Joe Burrow. Like, there's not another pl- there. There's maybe one other player, being Patrick Mahomes in this league, that their team is so dependent on their quarterback being healthy and in the game. Um, At least you just give them a chance. Yeah, you know, and they weren't undefeated or anything. Like, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's it's tough to see fantasy value except for out of Joe Mixon uh, for those top guys moving forward. Fair enough. All right, Charlie, let's move on here. We have the Cowboys and the Panthers. Uh, Charlie, anytime the Panthers play, we're just going to call it from here on out, Frank Watch. Okay. All right. Um, If you're completely okay with that. Uh, I feel like we all have the expectation that the opposing team is going to do what they're going to do. But I feel like Frank is absolutely on the hot seat. Uh, And so, therefore, uh, we're just going to call it Frank Watch. Jay Glazer came out and said, and he, he said the hottest seat in the NFL. He did. He did. But if you think about it, some of the hottest seats have already gone. Yeah. I mean, I would say the only other, like, I would say Frank's only competition for the hottest, quote-unquote, seat in the NFL, maybe Brandon Staley at this point, after the loss this weekend. Yeah, and Ron Rivera is probably close. Yeah, I I think Ron – see, I don't necessarily count Ron Rivera. We could talk about it more in this game, but, like, I feel like Ron Rivera is already written off. Like, he's already probably gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why in my mind I don't really count him because I don't really see him coming back next year. Yeah, Brandon Staley, I I kind of 
I kind of expected that this week, but yeah, yeah. Uh, short week, so maybe not. So yeah, we're gonna call it Frank Watch, uh, Charlie. Um, you know, I sent you uh, a little Twitter uh, video, and it just shows you know just like the co- other coaching staff just behind him, just shaking their head and just disbelief and disgrace. Uh, for what's happening. And honestly, it all comes down to, I think there have been enough leaks now talking about the situation that I, I, I believe where they're at. It all really depends on how Bryce Young develops. If Bryce Young continues to look like dog shit, Frank's gone. Frank's yeah. gone. You know, It's not the defense. Giro Evero has done a phenomenal job, and this defense has kept in there with as many injuries as they've had on the defensive side of the ball. Not to mention that the offense just can't keep the ball, so they're, they're constantly right. out there. Right. So, so uh, yeah, we're calling it Frank Watch, um, and I'm not, you know, I don't know how to scale this. How, so, how should we scale Frank Watch, Charlie? What do you think? What's the best way to scale this? Um, Andy Reid to Matt Rule. Cold to hot. Okay, okay. I would say Frank Reich is probably even then with Brandon Staley. Is that a fair assessment? Sure, so we're like... So we haven't gotten to Matt Rule stage where it's like firing is imminent, but it felt like that because, you know, this game, Charlie, this was in Charlotte, you would never have known. It felt like this game was in Fort Worth because there were nothing but Dallas Cowboys fans. The Dallas Cowboys scored... And it was like the stadium was louder for the Cowboys than it was for the Panthers when they scored. You know, Bryce Young's throwing pick six to a Deron Bland again. It's just like, it just, it's all circling around the development of Bryce Young. And I feel like if Tepper doesn't see the progression that someone would like to see, I think Frank's gone. In my opinion, it only comes down to is Scott Fitterer gone. And I, I think you could make a case for both at this point. Yeah, I, I agree. So, all right, Frank Watch, officially started. Let's move it on here uh, with the Steelers at the Browns. Oh, so we didn't even talk about the game. Were we going to talk about the game? Do you need to talk about that game? No. Okay. So then we're good. Yep. Okay. All right, Steelers at the Browns. Uh, Charlie, the Browns end up kicking a game-winning field goal. Uh, This kind of felt like just a classic AFC North matchup, but Dorian Thompson-Robinson ended up playing this game and getting the Browns their first – Win for Dorian, yeah, uh, obviously. But um, you know, we've kind of ta- already talked about the Matt Canada thing. Anything else here? We talked about Jalen Warren looking good as the official starter here. I think that's the way they should go moving forward. Anything else? Dorian Thompson Robinson hit <clears throat> hit four key passes on the final drive. Um, he was a, very emotional after the game. Uh, great win for him. This team is seven and three, and they've started three different quarterbacks this year. Um, that's pretty damn impressive. It is. Brought in Joe Flacco. The Browns did. Yep. Yeah. And he's expected to be on their active roster. Um. So let's talk fantasy here. Okay. Anything else? Or are you you're no. going on? So let's talk fantasy here. Uh, with Dorian, with DTR as the quarterback here. What can we expect from the Browns' pass catchers and running backs moving forward? I'm looking at David Njoku, who I find to be one of the elite athletes at the tight end position in the league. And, you know, Cleveland's absolutely in love with him, like the fan base and everything. And he flashes every year. 
but I can't put a complete game together, like nothing that will win you a fantasy game. So you're expecting that to change? I'm expecting to see some fantasy growth. Okay. Um, what about Amari Cooper? Hard to count him out. Okay. <clears throat> I think as Dorian Thompson Robinson grows, I'm I'm fine with if so if maybe you've got, benching Amari Cooper for the next couple. No, of see weeks. what I was gonna say is if you've got Amari Cooper starting, um, and he's one of your top two wide receivers, I'm okay with leaving him. Okay. I I just am, and they have a they have a good running game, so that it allows them to do play action. Um, so we feel good about the running backs then. Yeah, I'm Kareem I'm, Hunt, Pierre Strong, Jerome Ford. Jerome Ford. Yeah, they've they've performed well. So Kareem Hunt, Jerome Ford, those are two guys that were starting. Jerome Jerome Ford, Ford for me. Okay, is is the starter for some reason? Kareem Hunt kind of took off there for a second when Jerome Ford was out. Jerome sure. Ford came back in. I expected Kareem Hunt to keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't quite done. It that. seems like obviously Kareem Hunt's more the pass catching back, and that seemed a little bit more. There was more chemistry there between Deshaun Watson. Yep. Rather than DTR, but that's not saying it couldn't happen. If you're in a twelve, I feel like if you're in a twelve man or twelve team league, sure, Kareem Hunt's probably a starter. Okay, Um, like a RB two or three, Um, depending on your situation in a ten team league. Maybe I'm, you know. All right. So for Steelers, we like the idea. Let's talk here. We like the idea of Kenny Pickett. I do potentially. As a QB two or a super flex, I, I'm very excited to have him off my hate list for a little bit. You okay, know? all right. Um, George Pickens, how are we feeling? <clears throat> I'm feeling very good about George Pickens. Deontay Johnson, he's been producing anyways. So those are two guys. If Kenny, if George Pickens is on your bench, we're probably putting him into the starting lineup. Then give me Muth too. Muth is back. Pa- pa- Muth is Pat back. Fryer, Muth Deontay is back. Johnson, same thing. Yeah, I'm- putting him in starting lineups. I think so. Depending on your team, yeah. Jalen Warren, RB two, RB one. What do we think? Does it matter? Is he no. just an every week starter? At he's this point? he's borderline. He's one and a half. Okay, so I definitely would say a flex starter. play. Yeah, debatably RB two. Yeah. Okay. All right. And Najee, not so much. I mean, it, 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 this this past week was very clear why they start. They're starting Jalen Warren yeah. over Najee. Absolutely. It's like 130 yards to 30 yards or something something crazy like that. Sure. All right, Charlie, let's move on here. Cardinals at Texans. C.J. Stroud just continues to do what C.J. Stroud has done all year. Well, except except been, that he threw three interceptions. He did throw three interceptions. He had two all season coming into that game, threw three interceptions. It didn't seem to matter for his fantasy points, though. He still had over 20 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's And he found fire. a way to win despite the fact that he had three interceptions. That's very impressive to me. Tank Dell, Nico Collins, both looking good on fantasy. Tank Dell is arguably wide receiver one yep. as far as production goes, Charlie. Um, how do we feel about the Cardinals and Kyler Murray? Oh, well, one, one more guy we got to talk about with the Texans, Noah Brown, is coming back this week. He was out this past week. Still still kind of interested to see it. This will be the first time they have all three completely healthy, and they're all, they, were all, they have all been very involved at points. Curious to see who takes the hit. Who gets the the bulk? My bet would be Tank Dell. Tank Dell, I think, is still the one. Hands down. As far as fantasy goes with those three. And Nico Collins and Noah Brown will each be, um, I believe, be playable. But one week it's going to be one guy. Won't Next week it'll be the other, I kind of think. 
Fair enough. Cardinals, how are we feeling? Um, Kyler Murray, what do we think? I still think he's a playable quarterback Okay, in fantasy. He still had over 20 fantasy points this year, which is apparently hard to come this by week, considering yeah. fantasy quarterbacks have been it was, it was a weird, hard this weird year. This week Quarterbacks especially. have been a very odd position so far this year, Charlie. Yep. Um, Cardinals playmakers, James Conner comes back. He, he had a solid productive game. Marquise was, Brown. I was surprised by Marquise Brown's lack of production since Kyler Murray's been back. Trey McBride? Seem is damn near a lock. Yeah. Um so can we wasn't expect... a, wasn't a super strong game this past week, but I think that production wise, but he was still very involved. Yeah. He had like four or five receptions. Yep, and Rondell Moore was a lot more involved than I remembered him being with Kyler. So that's he needs to he's probably a lot more rostered. Do you think but... Zach Ertz gets traded or cut this summer? Yeah. It kind of feels like we're seeing the yeah. emergence of Trey McBride. Yeah. You think they move on from Zach Ertz this yeah, summer? Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Fair enough. Something to keep an eye on because Zach Ertz, I, I think, still has a lot of productive years left in him. I think so, too. Um, but obviously, depending on where he lands, you know, will determine his fantasy relevance. All right, Charlie, let's move on here. Titans at the Jaguars. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, breakout game. Well, it took him fucking 11 weeks to well, do it. I'm not expecting two rushing touchdowns out of him every week. But no, that, so maybe that was, one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe one. Yep. But not two. It was that was good. I like. He had it. over thirty fantasy points for the first I, time. I this did. Year. He was my love last week because of. It, I believe in good players to bounce back from bad games. Yeah, type of thing. And I love Christian Kirk. It ends up being that, as long as Zay Jones is on the field, Calvin Ridley will go off. Yeah. Did you see those stats that I sent you? Yes, I did. It's pretty pretty shocking. Yeah, I I feel like you know overall my. Looking at the stats and like thinking about how the Jacksonville Jaguars offense is, Christian Kirk gets production mostly running out of the slot, right? That That's an easy one to get by. I feel like he's a hot route a majority of the time, which is why he ends up most of the time being a very productive uh, inside slot receiver besides Evan Ingram. But I feel like when Zay Jones is on the field, Zay Jones is typically an outside wide receiver. So is Calvin Ridley. So I feel like Zay Jones is running routes to open up other routes for Calvin Ridley. Does that make sense? No, yeah, absolutely. And so, therefore, I feel like when Zay Jones is on the field, he is taking the defense to him. Do you want me to read these stats just to give everyone? Yeah, yeah. So, when Zay Jones doesn't play, which was for six weeks, over six weeks, Calvin Ridley had 18 catches. So, that's three catches a game. For 216 yards and one touchdown. When Zay Jones does play, over, which was only four weeks, he has 24 catches for 358 yards and three touchdowns. So literally doubling his production. Oh, yeah. Literally doubling his More production. than that. More than that. It's, it's wild. It's a wild stat that I saw and I heard going around this, uh, this week. And so yeah, I, I feel like Calvin Ridley owners at this point, if Zay Jones is playing, play him. Yeah. Play him. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's that's kind of common sense at this point. I think you have a better chance, you know. No, I, I do think Zay Jones lives with an injury designation. Like, yeah, I'm not does. sure I've ever seen him without one. Right, right. Um, but even Zay Jones is playable. Am I, I mean, when he's out there, Trevor Lawrence loves throwing it to him in the end zone. He's he yeah. tend, 
He's kind of 50-50 on whether he's going to catch it or not. Right. He had, in the first few weeks of the season, had like three drop touchdowns, if I feel like. And, you know, they weren't all like the most catchable balls, but um, it hurt me because I started him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I remember hurt that. because I didn't start him. Right, right. Calvin Ridley, that is. Ah. Uh, yeah. 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 I hate to see I it. was going between him and Waddle, and I literally, I had swapped them twice. And then I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to stick with Waddle. Mm-hmm. Bad choice. I hate to see it. <laughs> yep. Still won the game. That's all that matters. Yep. All right, Charlie, let's move on here. Raiders at the Dolphins. Um I what do you what do you think? I, I don't I don't know what to say about either team here. I could say a lot of things, but I don't know what really is the right thing to say about either one of these teams right now. Well, I, so I found this interesting. We've always talked about Miami can't be a team over five hundred. Yeah. Did that include teams at 500? Because they did just get a win over a 500 team. I would imagine so. And you know what? They barely got it. Barely. And so for me, it was like, well, right. I guess based on the trend, that's what we should have expected. Was they barely squeak out a win over a 500 team. That is ascending. Don't get me wrong. Sure, sure. Um, And I, I really do believe in... Vegas's defense. I do think they are better than they are a lot better. Like and that and that's what screwed me over the last two weeks is I just have this mindset that the Raiders defense is trash. Achan screwed me is what happened. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. He got all of a point. Yeah. But Yep. Um <clears throat> Well let's let's touch on that. I believe Achan is questionable. I'm not No, he just got placed on IR. Did he really yeah, today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh. he got placed back on IR today. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I thought you had seen that. Nah. Yeah. Him and Ahmed both got on IR. Ooh. Yeah. Well, if you guys are in dire need of a running back, maybe Jeff Wilson's the guy. Yeah. I know Ahmed got placed on IR. I think uh, I think Achan is debatable on if they're going to put him, if it's a four-week injury. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it it was a re-aggravation, it, it, it right? It was a re-aggravation of the same injury that he had just come back from, which is why they were like, okay, it it, it from the, the from what I read today, it seemed very questionable on what his status was going to be moving forward. So, yeah, interesting to see. I don't really know what else to say about both these teams, Charlie. I feel well, like- I, 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 um. Aiden O'Connell had a had a rough day. Yeah, he didn't have a great day. And I wonder I read something that said that it's clear that the uh Vegas coaches do not trust Aiden O'Connell, and I'm not sure that I understood that. Then why would they thrust him into the position over Jimmy G? Right. Um You know who we, I feel bad for? Devontae Adams. Yeah. I feel the worst for Devontae. Do you Adams. do you feel like we see a Jimmy G sighting? I don't know that I've watched enough tape on Aiden O'Connell to make that determination. Okay. I don't know that I've seen enough from him. And I, they may say the I, same thing either way. I feel like the only plays that I see from Aiden O'Connell are deep balls that don't end up as receptions. Yeah. I feel like that's so, always Sounds like Jimmy G tape. Yeah. But I feel like <laughs> Jimmy G is more accurate as far as the intermediate routes go. Yeah. He where is. I just don't know that I've seen enough from Aiden O'Connell in that sense, in the intermediate routes. So we'll see. 
Um, and, you know, I, Kyle I also feel might... bad for Josh Jacobs because I feel like teams are just stacking the box and saying, all right, let this rookie QB try and beat us down deep. Yeah. Ain't no Connell like... might be slightly more athletic than Jimmy G. Like if Jimmy mm-hmm. G was rated a 75 in Madden on speed. Sure. Maybe Aiden O'Connell gets a 76. I would maybe say in a 78. Okay. The mustache marbling makes him a little bit faster. See, that makes, for me, that <laughs> makes him slower. The only person that gets a little bit faster with the mustache is Gardner Minshew, in my oh, opinion. Oh, I was going to say Travis Kelsey, but yeah, I would probably. Agree. Well, quarterbacks, quarterbacks. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. In a backup role, right, basically. Right. All right, Charlie, let's move on here. Bears, Lions. Um, what a game. I Yeah, I mean, but the Lions' defense is bad. Yeah, so they're there, like legitimately I had, I had, bad. I had a couple thoughts on this because one, the fact that with three minutes left down, this is the first time a team this year that was down double digits within four with four minutes left to go has come back and won. Um, secondly, they did it with three minutes to go, um, and Jared Goff after throwing three interceptions just dro- decided to drop dimes all of a sudden. Yeah. Was just killing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Montgomery was it's, working. It's incredible. Junior Gibbs was working. Incredible resolve I mean, offense, by the Lions. Yeah, this offense has proven that they can score points. And it makes you wonder, how did they get into that position? And it's their defense. Mm, they're suspect. Yeah. They're very suspect. Um, so it's kind of like, what an incredible win. Truthfully, it was. It would have been more incredible against a team that's any good. Is it fair to say that the Lions will lose a playoff game because of their defense? Because um, I believe right now they're the number two seed. Yeah, well, yeah. I think they will not. They are the number two seed. Um, They will. Uh, it's hard to say because of their defense. Well, uh, probably, yes, yes. Okay, all right. And... I also think, though, that their offense is more than capable of keeping up in those types of games. I mean, they truthfully are yeah. a hell of an offense. Yeah. So, with Justin, for the Bears, with and Justin And Amara Fields- St. Brown could be one of, sorry, one of, him and A.J. Brown are probably the two absolute locks as a wide receiver in this, and, and I guess Tyree Kill, too. But, I mean, Amara St. Brown has the most 100-yard games this year. Um. And every single game this year, fantasy-wise, he either has 100 yards or a touchdown, and usually both. Fair enough. Um, For the Bears, now that Justin Fields is back, he looked good in this game. Is DJ Moore a reliable option moving forward? A lot more reliable than when he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, So maybe like a wide receiver two flex play? Yes, and in, in we draft end up Kings, catching that deep ball for for a touchdown in DraftKings. He's because of his price, it's hard to not play him. Was he in the five thousands this week? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I couldn't. I couldn't remember if he was in the six thousands or five thousands. Um, when you say this week, did you mean last week or right well, now? Last week. Yeah, he was in the. I think he was. Uh, I think he was fifty six hundred because mm, okay. I had him. That makes sense. Um. And for me, that was that seemed like an easy play. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, and then he's. I mean, in your everyday league, he's he's gonna be a little bit of a gamble, frankly. 
Um, but I do think I, I, before Justin Fields got hurt, he was top three in yards, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, and there's a reason for that. Yep. And that reason is Justin Fields. Um, so you, you got to think that you feel pretty confident in playing him. Fair enough. Maybe against a bad defense, though, it, it may not be the best play. It might, I, you know, it's just it's hard to say. All right. Uh, Seattle, uh, Seattle at the Rams. Charlie, uh, this was officially the game the, the Seattle was... This is exactly what we talked about. Yes, the, is the game that Seattle sh- lost that they probably shouldn't have lost. Yes. Now, granted, I will give them the benefit of the doubt because Drew Locke played the whole game and played Not fair. the whole game. Most of the game, though. Didn't Gino go out in the... Like... Uh-uh. It went out mid-third. Oh. It wasn't the whole game. Okay. Mid-third quarter. I thought he went in, like... Mid-third quarter. Okay. But... In again, in your defense, the Seahawks had a game-winning field goal to go w- to to win the game, and Jason Myers missed it. Yeah, I like uh, a bad miss. Lily and I were sitting there watching it, and when he was lined up for the field goal, I'm like, Lily, he's absolutely gonna miss it. Like it felt like I, I felt like I knew. Like it. Yeah, this is a lock for me that he misses this field goal. It just furthers the point that Sean McVay has Pete Carroll's number. Like, the NFC West is so odd to me just because of how much of a roundabout system that it is. Like, Sean McVay beats Pete Carroll. Kyle Shanahan beats Sean Sean McVay. Pete Carroll beats Kyle Shanahan. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And then there's the Cardinals. And They're just annoying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, So, it's just interesting to me to see this entire thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Gino went out with an elbow injury. They call it rock, paper, scissors. An NFC West talk. That's fair. One one team is always beating the other, and uh, yeah, they're count. The Seahawks are really counting on. Oh, speaking of which, I have to ask you a question. I want to. I, I want to know if you know the answer to this. Two teams in the same division, they finish with the same record, and so there's a tiebreaker. So say, um, say the 49ers finished, um. 11 and 5. Right? No, it would be 11 and 6. Okay. Say they finished 11 and 6. The Seahawks also finished 11 and 6. Now the 49ers in the division are 4 and 2. Their two losses are to the Seahawks. The Seahawks finish in the division 2 and 4. Their two wins are against the 49ers. Who wins the tiebreaker? Well, based on the way you asked that question, I would like to say Seattle. Yes, but that is not what I expected. No, that's not what I, I would expected have, either. I just heard this today on the radio because someone, it was either a four, I think it was a Seahawks fan asking it that. Does I guess make sense? Because so head to head Trump's division record, right? That, which I did not realize. That makes sense. To I me. would think that division record wins over head to head. Yes. Yeah, I get that. But no, it's head to head. If you split the head-to-head, mm. throw that out the window. The then only reason why I might record. know that is because, like, after 2015, when the Panthers were, like, again, N- NFC South was bad, mm-hmm. we had some tiebreakers with Atlanta that went that way only because we had a better record against Atlanta than, they, than we did in the division. Okay. So that might be the only way I know that subconsciously. 
So in these tiebreakers, there's like there's like nine different things, but it's head to head first, division record second, if it's within division, conference record next. And then it gets into stats, pretty much. Fair. All right, Charlie, let's move on here. Uh Chargers, Packers. Uh I mean, I know we have already talked about Brandon Staley and potentially losing his job, but Charlie, I mean, the Chargers once again, Charger. Quentin Johnson had a game-winning touchdown reception in his hands, Charlie, and what does he do? He drops it. Well, look, I, I know it. I know everyone's going to point at Quentin Johnson on that one, but Keenan Allen had one in between he his did. numbers on the goal line, wide open. He did, but... Now in they Keenan say Allen's that defense seemed like the sun was in his eyes. His sun was absolutely in his eyes. You probably couldn't see it. Yep. Probably couldn't see it, but it doesn't make a difference. What are your? I mean, the Chargers are who the Chargers are. I feel like we're 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 coming to an end of the Brandon Staley era. And he had a bad bad press conference afterwards. He, yes, he did. He had a very frustrated press conference, which didn't doesn't ever bode well. No. How do we feel about the Packers and their young group of playmakers? Do we feel like they're getting better? Do we feel or good? Or do we feel like they're because Christian Watson finally finally had a touchdown? Well, Jaden Reed looked good. Romeo Dobbs looked good. They all, Christian Watson looked good. Yep. And even in a game where Aaron Jones went out of the game, they still were able to manufacture points and yards in order. AJ to AJ Dillon win this had game. a long run, which blew my mind. Yeah. Um. There are things to like about Green Bay. This is not their year. Um. They aren't out of it by any means, but it feels like they are. Um, and again, this is against like if there were there was any game that like I would expect Green Bay to somehow pull it out. The Chargers absolutely all day. They find the most insane ways to lose. The Chargers do. Yes, they do. So. Um, but yes, I I am encouraged by the Packers' young playmakers, and I think they need a stud veteran playmaker in the off season, and I think there will be Keenan some available. Allen. That that sounds like a perfect fit, in my opinion. Mm. Fair enough. All right, Charlie. Let's move on to Giants at Commanders. Um, Tommy DeVito. Dude, Three Tommy touchdown. I've been trying to come up with nicknames all week, but I've got Tommy Tuddies, dude. I like that. Tommy Tuddies. I did go with uh I texted Mike Schraub and said Tommy Cadillac DeVito. Yeah. Like Cadillac DeVille, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I like Tommy Tuddies better. Uh, Tommy Yeah. Tommy, Tommy Tuddies. Tank Tommy Tuddies. Why you gotta good. throw another one in there? Well just give him one word. Dude. You're right. Tommy Tuddies sounds pretty good. Tommy Rolls Tuddies sounds pretty good. Dude, he and actually that throw to Saquon in the was, end zone, that was, that was a true dime. That was a dime. It was incredible. It was. Um, and completely threw me off guard, the fact that he played this game the way that he did. And I think it caught everyone off guard. I mean, yeah. that, um, Mike Schraub is not happy. He wants to just tank at this point. He was kind of pissed that... Uh, I could understand. That they... Decide to pull one out of their ass. Fucking Tommy Tuddy's on the on the couch at his parents' house tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, How do we feel about the Commanders? It's just uh, disappointed. Yeah. Not mad. I'm disappointed. Yeah. 
Like um, the dad, you're the dad right yeah. now. Yeah. Just overall generally this disappointed. Was, this is one I mean, yes, it's a divisional game, but dude. And the Giants always have Washington's number. Always. But Tommy Tuddies, dude. I mean You're not he's not supposed to have the nickname Tommy Tuddies. And because of y'all, he has the nickname Tommy Tuddies now. He was Tommy uh I I can't think of anything. He he doesn't deserve he did not deserve a nickname. That's right. Um and y'all let him just throw dimes all over the field. Sam Howell, three interceptions, still fantasy relevant. Yeah. Um, depending on what your quarterback scoring is, he ended up with twenty points. Um but yeah, they're, when Tyrod comes back, do you think we see Tyrod back into the starting position? And you sacked Tommy Tuddy's nine times. Nine. Nine times. That is insane, yeah. dude. Yeah. When Tyrod Taylor comes back, do we see Tyrod Taylor back as the starter? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Mm. Unless T- Tuddy's puts up another one this week, which is very possible with who they're playing. But um, For the Commanders. If Ron Rivera were to get fired, retire, whatever you want to say, is the next head coach currently on staff? Yes, we've already. Yeah, you I think so. Yeah, it's the enemy. You think so? Yeah, I think that could be argued. Okay, I think at this point, I think there's a lot of evidence pointing at potentially Bill Belichick. Ah, uh, the trade. The trade. We talked about that last week. I'm not saying it's a hundred percent, but I'm saying it. Is it possible? Yeah. Is it above 50%? Yeah, I think so. What I would be interested, well, yeah. Sure. Okay. Bucks, Niners, Charlie, what you got? Um, Huge loss for you. Well, you yeah. won the game, but you lost the battle. Yeah, uh, Talanoa Hufanga goes out. Um. You know, the Bucks' offense actually moved the ball up and down the field. Not Very, well. Very um, well. But that doesn't surprise me just because Panthers have always run zone against the Bucks, and we never – they always rip us apart. Either Mike Evans or Chris Godwin always has a good day. And I was totally – I was very much thinking Mike Evans was not going to have the day. It was going to be Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin did not do anything. No. But we did both say Ayuk was going to have a good game, and he did. He had the best game of his career. Yeah, and he did. Brock had the best game of his career. He did. He's with first... Is Brock better than Joe Montana? No. No. But it, Because he, there were a lot of comparisons this weekend. It was the first time that we've had a quarterback with a perfect passer rating since 1989, which was Joe Montana. That's right. Um, pretty incredible. And what is holding Brock Purdy back at this point from being the best Niners quarterback? Uh, he needs four Super Bowl rings. Well, outside of Steve Young. Let's compare him more to Joe Montana. He needs four Super Bowl rings. Steve Young has one. Okay. He's got a ways to go. All right. Sounds good. Anything else about the Bucks? Um. I expect their defense to bounce back. Do we feel like Hufanga's injury will plague you for the remainder of the year? Um, I'm very... So Jair Brown was one of our first two picks, I believe, if not our first pick in this year's draft. 
Um, and so he's out of Penn State. He's replacing Hufanga. He very first play led up a big one and then had a huge pass breakup on Mike Evans on a fourth and goal in the end zone and then followed it up with an interception. I think he'll play well. He's a uh, he's <clears throat> great in run defense. And I'm curious, to see, you know, I'm I, it hurts to have Hufanga and all pro safety go out. It does. Jair Brown's going to need to get his legs under him quickly in this stretch. This is a very tough stretch for us, but hopefully he does for the he gets his legs under him for the playoffs. Um, yes, Hufanga going out hurts big time. All right, Jets Bills. I don't really know what much to say to this. The Bills look good. The Jets did not. Um, I'll give it to Joe Brady, dude. He called a good game. Yeah, he called a good against game. a very good defense. He did, like they and I thought this was the first time that they actually ran the ball well and passed the ball well. And this, you know, what I was thinking about too is like when Joe Brady was our offensive coordinator, was he young? Yes. Was it his first NFL job? Yes. But we did have Christian McCaffrey at that time, and we did have Teddy Bridgewater at that time. I felt like. Joe Brady was a Matt Rule sacrificial lamb. And I don't feel like we ever really got the true test of Joe Brady. I feel like it was more like, oh, Matt Rule making a desperate decision to get rid of him. And it, it and I remembered that after watching this game because I only reason why I remember that is because I felt like this was a very similarly called game to Joe Brady. Now, they were up the whole time. They didn't have to come back at all. So, like, there was no real test for the Bills. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, So, I'd like to see that moving forward and just make sure that looks okay for the Bills. But, overall, I was was happy with Joe, Joe Brady and his play calling. Josh Allen looked good again. I will say this. If Joe Brady puts up another performance like that this coming week and pulls out a win... He's a head coach candidate next year. I don't agree with that, actually. I don't agree with that. I think he okay, is the number fine. one candidate to stay in Buffalo, and I think he would need to improve. Now, if they made a deep playoff run, that might be a different story. It might be a different story. But if they make playoffs and like lose in divisional round, like and Joe Brady looks solid throughout the remainder of the year, just solid, you know, nothing exceptional with solid. Right. I just, I think Joe Brady will be the next, he won't be interim anymore. He'll be the offensive coordinator for Buffalo, and it might take him a year or two to get back into the head coach in Tennessee. Um, but I could see it. I'm not saying I could see it right now, but I could see it in the future. That's that's more reasonable. Fair. All right, Vikings <clears throat> at the Broncos, Charlie. Um, what would you have for this game? Evenly matched, I thought. Yeah, a great game, like we thought. Mm -hmm. Um, Russell Wilson's starting to uh, pull out the magic that we remember from the Pacific Northwest. And the Broncos' defense looked pretty damn good. Yes, they do. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say they're great, but they're good. Kareem Jackson finally returned from his suspension to... Therefore, go get (laughs) re-suspended. Yeah, for four games, and I don't think he's appealing this one. No, he might appeal so. it, but I don't think he's going to win it. Um, yeah, this was a good game. It was a solid game. 
for a primetime game, it was solid. Better than majority of the games that we've seen on primetime television so far this year. Yep. And if you looked at the beginning, if you were at week, if we were in week two and looked ahead to this Sunday night game, we're like, well, damn. Um, yeah. But this was a good game with two teams fighting for a spot. I think the Broncos are going to be more out of it than the Vikings are. The Vikings are right there on the bubble. Broncos aren't quite on the bubble, but they are. Um, it was a good game. All right. Let's move on to Eagles. And the Broncos have the longest winning streak in the NFL right now. Yes, they do. That's remarkable yep. itself. It really is. All right, Charlie, let's move on to Monday Night Football. We had the Eagles at the Chiefs. What ended up being a phenomenal game, Charlie, it seemed very one-sided by halftime. The Chiefs had dominated what felt like a majority of this game. Uh, they were up, I believe, 17-7 to at halftime, Charlie. And it just felt like that was some uh, a game that the, the, the Chiefs were just going to kind of seal the deal on. We've seen so far, the Chiefs don't ever run away with it at all this season. Mm-mm. And I don't think they will. But we've seen them be able to kind of solidify some solid wins against the Dolphins. Uh, the Jaguars, like teams like that where they've just been able to kind of bunker down and just get the win when they needed it the most. Um, but, Charlie, the Eagles ended up making a hell of a second-half comeback and ended up winning this game 21-17. to Again, I say that, but the Chiefs had almost every single chance to go out and win this game, Charlie. Five drop passes from the receivers. MVS had literally a touchdown pass go through his hands. Yeah. So I would have caught that. I would have caught that. Charlie, I mean, I know it's you obvious. You think Andy Reid's going to go buy him some stick em? Uh, Well, and that's what I want to ask you. Like, I just, but, like, is the Chiefs' Achilles heel their wide receivers? Yes. Like, are we going to see the Chiefs lose a playoff game because of the wide receivers, because of this low-scoring offense they have? Yes. I never thought we would get to this point. Well... Um, I thought we would get to it last year. Without Tyreek? Yeah. I think everyone expected it last year. Um, But they were able to pull it out of their hat. And that's still possible. That hasn't happened so far this year. No, and it's still possible that these guys decide they want to catch balls, but um, it's probably too much in their head now. All right, Charlie. Uh, How'd everyone do on picks? Uh, Bryce, you went 10-4 and four this week. Nice. I went... Eight and six this week. How'd our listeners do? Listeners, ten and four. That's a good week for them. It is. Yes, it is. One of their better ones. All right, Charlie. Uh, we have games all throughout the weekend, so we're gonna go. We're gonna do this by the day here. Obviously, we know Thanksgiving week, Charlie. We're both looking forward to it. Um, I believe we agreed we're gonna do a daily DraftKings for Thursday and Sunday. Yeah, and the so the second one I might do Friday through Monday. Okay. Um, I'll just have to see but at least one on Thursday, and then we'll do a single one for Thanksgiving Day. Right. Um, this Thursday. was this was yes, this was a uh, uh, Ethan's suggestion. Okay, I love that. All right, so Thursday football. Ethan the- won by the. Way last week, I just got to. He was scared. He was. You know, he was scared. He dude. was legitimately scared. Yeah. 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 You had. A, you had a I history had him, guy. I had him knocking boots. Yep. That's for sure. Okay. Well, that means having sex. Well, 
Shivering Timbers. Does that work? <laughs> Man, you were knocking timbers as Bryce. That's a Sneedism right there. It would be knocking timbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, knocking you, timbers. If you, if you combine both. Mm-hmm. How'd you he knock him timbers even? I know. Yeah. He, he was scared. Yep. He was scared. Um, all right. So, Thursday football. Uh, the early game, we have Packers at the Lions. This is at 12.30. 12.30. Detroit is favored by seven and a half points. Charlie, before we go into this, just make sure your lineup's set come Wednesday. Like, by Wednesday night, your lineup should be set. There's games all over the place. Just make sure you know who you have. It is very important that you know waiver wire when your waiver wires go through just make sure you have your lineup set by wednesday okay do us and yourself a favor uh unless you're playing us and then don't do any of those things right uh so charlie detroit's favored by seven and a half points at home charlie who's your love hate Uh, i love jameer gibbs in this one hate aj Dillon. he doesn't seem to do well when he's carrying the load and it seems like aaron jones is going to be week to week but not in this week uh with an mcl sprain Bryce, who's your love-hate? I have the exact same. I feel like the Packers don't do well against pass-catching backs. And then also the same thing, uh, A.J. Dillon does not do well when carrying the single load by himself. And therefore, uh, I also think the Lions have a much better run defense than they do a pass defense at this point. So I don't love A.J. Dillon for that point as well. Um have you heard the nickname for the two lineback- or Lions running backs? I don't love it. But oh, it I is, think it is awesome. It's growing on me. It is rhythm and bruise. Like rhythm and blues. Right. Right. But, but rhythm and bruise. Yeah. I think that is awesome. I didn't love it at first, but it's growing on me. It's growing on me. Um, fantasy pick them this week. Christian Watson, 8.37. I'll go over because I think he... I'll go over. I'll just leave it at that. I'm going to go under. He did get himself a touchdown last week, but I'm going under. This could be a sneaky high-scoring game. Um, Who gets the turducken out of this game? It's this game they normally do the turducken, right? I think so. Because I believe this game should be the Fox game. Commanders-Cowboys should be CBS. And then Niners-Seahawks is NBC. Yeah. Right? Yep. So, Fox, who gets the turducken? Jared Goff. I'm going to say Aiden Hutchinson. Okay. I think he has a big game here. So, we're saying, uh, who's your game pick? Lions. Lions. I wouldn't mind if they lost, though. I just got <laughs> yeah, to say. Yeah. When it comes to the playoff picture. Yeah. Oh, and also, starting this week, this is the first time ever, Monday night games are now flexible, mm. um, which will be interesting for the following week. But but for this week, uh, Monday night games are flexible. Fair enough. All right, next game, we have the Commanders at the Cowboys, Charlie. Dallas is favored by 11 full points. Charlie, my love is going to be Dak. I feel like he's going to have himself a day here. Uh, my hate is going to be Tony Pollard. Uh, my love are is quarterbacks in this game. Okay. I do think that Sam Howell will have struggles, but I think he's going to need to throw to for them to stay in this game and like he, a large part of what he's done all season long. Yeah, and he yeah. does it, and he does it pretty well. I he does do that. it pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, quarterbacks and my hate is running backs in this game for that same reason. Going to be a throwing game. Everyone's going to need to keep in 
Keep up with the Joneses. No pun intended. I like that. Uh, and that was actually no pun intended. I thought that was pun intended. No. Nah, okay. It was not That's until after good. I said it. Um, fantasy pick em, Tony Pollard, 14.79. Under. I'm going to go under. Game pick. Dallas. Cowboys. All right, Charlie. 49ers at the Seahawks. San Fran is the road favorite. At six and a half points. Charlie, who is your love-hate? So, they haven't said whether Gino's going to play or not. Um, also sounds like Kenneth Walker is out this week. And DK Metcalf is questionable. Those are three big ones. Yeah, very. Um, so, my love is George. Seems like George. it's getting into George season. Um, he's just... He's just reliable at this point now. Uh, my hate is the Seattle quarterback, whoever it will be. Bryce, who's your love hate? Yeah, I love Debo. It feels like Debo always saves his best games for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um, so for divisional I, games, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So I love Debo here. My hate is going to be Zach Charbonnet. Um, I'm a, I'm expecting Kenneth Walker to miss this game, and I do believe Zach Charbonnet could be a very good backup running back and could have very similar numbers to, to Kenneth Walker when given a majority of the carries. Unfortunately, this is the last team that I would want my first starting matchup to be up against. Right. Uh, and therefore, uh, Zach Charbonnet is going to be on my hate. He will get the volume, so you could argue a flex play. But I don't love this to begin with. So, Zach Charbonnet, my hate. Fair enough. Fantasy pick him, and this was before I realized he was questionable. Um, DK Metcalf, 11.88. You know, I keep waiting for them to get um, Smith and Jigba involved. And I feel like the only thing holding him back is Tyler Lockett. And so, therefore, it feels like DK is just going to continue to get the amount of volume that he's going to get only because I don't know that you're getting it out of Tyler Lockett anymore, so I will go over in DK. It may not be yardage. It may more be reception-based, if that makes sense. Um, Like six receptions for like 40, 50 yards. This is – I'm going to go over as well. It feels slightly dependent on mm. the quarterback, but I I think Drew Locke is capable. Yeah, and I think Especially he gets will, his own defense, and he'll know who who to throw to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna go over for DK at 11.88 as well. I've got San Francisco in in this game. All right, so that is the Thursday night game, Charlie. We've officially, for the first time ever, have a Black Friday game. Hey, wh- who's your game pick? Oh, sorry, uh, Niners. Okay. What time is our Black Friday game? 3 p.m. Interesting. Interesting time slot. And I almost, almost feel bad because uh, the NFL actually threw Amazon a bone for once and said, hey, we're going to give you a good matchup. Aaron Rodgers versus Tua. But, you know, it's Tim Boyle versus Tua. Yeah. So, Dolphins at the Jets. Charlie, Miami's favored uh, by 10 full points, which seems like a lot for Miami. 
uh, now being Tim Boyle, it may not be. Who's your love hate? Um. Well, love Mostert, hate Boyle. However, the quarterback. Let me be very clear about this. The quarterback play cannot be worse with the Jets. I think there will be a little bit more offensive movement with Tim Boyle. Really? I'm not saying they're going to win this game by any means, but I think that maybe there will be a little <laughs> a little bit more offensive movement with Tim Boyle throwing the ball. And really I bet I would I think they would like to go with Trevor Simeon. Um, who is num- number two? Zach Wilson is going to be QB three in this game, um, but Tim Boyle knows this offense. He was with uh, Nathaniel Hackett in Green Bay. Trevor Simeon doesn't know the offense as well. Otherwise, I think they would go with Simeon. Um, I mean, at, at you know, at worst case scenario, they get the same quarterback play. Tim Boyle. Okay, that's fine. My love is going to be Jalen Waddle. I I don't love that love because I said I love Jalen Waddle last week and it didn't really work out for me. Um, Cedric Wilson, I believe, is the other wide receiver. Also, maybe um, Jeff Wilson Jr. being thrusted into the number two spot again behind Raheem Mostert because of Achan and uh, Ahmed's um, injuries. So maybe Jeff Wilson Jr. I don't really love a lot of people from the Dolphins because this is a good defense. It's still. a good defense. So, but my hate is going to be Brees. He's going to get volume, but again, it's just like not enough volume. I, they don't I, run the ball well. I mean, they don't run the ball well. Enough. But he's, they don't run the ball enough. Right, but he's going to get volume, and with Brees, we know that he could always pop one loose. So, I. I don't really know what to expect from the quarterback play from the Jets. So that I had a hard time picking this game. Yep. Fantasy pick him, Garrett Wilson at 12.21. I'm going to go under. I don't know what to expect. I really don't. I'm going to go under. Yeah. I don't know what to expect either. Game pick? Miami. Yeah, I got Miami. Probably in a lot closer of a game than what we would like to think. All right, Charlie, let's uh, go into Sunday's games here. Uh, First game I had on my slate was Panthers at Titans. Titans are favored by three and a half points. Charlie, my love is going to be Adam Thielen. I think the Titans secondary is the weakest point of the defense. And my hate is going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Dante Jackson did a very good job against CeeDee Lamb last week when matched up one-on-one. You ready for this? Yeah. My love is Bryce Young in this one. Look, he is no one and zero against the other top quarterbacks taken in this draft. He played the Colts, but Anthony Richardson was not playing. Give me Bryce Young to show up. Will Levis. Um, I hate Oconquo for Tennessee in this one. Bryce, my um, my fantasy pick'em is Derrick Henry at twelve point one two points. Under. Panthers have been surprisingly good against the run so far this year. It's the pass that we've really struggled against. Um, I'm going over. Game pick? I'll, I'm going to go Carolina, dude. I'm going Titans. Okay. 
All right, Charlie. Next up, we have real this- quick, real quick. Are do you hope that Frank Wright gets fired? Yes. Okay. I do. Okay. At this point, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And uh, we we can talk off pod, but I I do yeah. think it just doesn't. I hope that for you as well. I was just curious where I do, you were at. I feel like this his offensive system does not match up well, and I don't feel like he's done a very good job of adjusting. He's brought in his system and expected people to rise to what he his expectations are when he had no consideration for what the strengths of this team actually were. All right, one more real quick, one more quick question about the Panthers and then we're moving on and yeah. I just want a quick answer. Yeah. If he's fired in season, who is the interim head coach? Evero. Okay, I thought so too. All right. Yeah. Moving on. All right. Um or I could see Jim Caldwell. I could see Oh, that. okay. Just I didn't being, re- I forgot that he was on set. Being an adult in the room. Yep. All right. Uh Steelers at Bengals. Pittsburgh is the road dog or sorry, road favorite. That's right. By one point. One point. So it's basically a pick 'em, but Steelers are favored by one point. Charlie, my love is going to be Jalen Warren. I I like what he saw, well, I like what we saw last week. I'd like him to continue that same trend this week. My hate is going to be Jamar Chase. I just don't know what we're going to get out of Jake Browning. I love George Pickens. Hate Jamar Chase. Fantasy pick em. This one's easy to me. Kenny Pickett, 12.88. Over. Over. Yeah. Big time. Who's your game pick? Uh, Stellars. Stellars for me as well. All right, Charlie, moving on here with the Jags at the Texans. Charlie, this is a game. Is a game. This is for first place in the division this is arguably for first place in the in the division um so jacksonville's favored by two points on the road charlie who's your love hate i love cj stroud and i hate defense in this game go ahead um i love calvin ridley because it looks like zay jones is gonna play (laughs) fair enough uh and i hate devin singletary the Jags have been surprisingly good against the run so far this year. It's the pass game that the Jags have gotten torn up against. Therefore, I will take any, any of the Texans wide receivers, Noah Brown, Tank Dell, Nico Collins, even uh, Dalton Schultz. I'll take all of them in a daily DraftKings all day. Take all of them. Um, fantasy pick them. Trevor Lawrence, 20.29. Over. I'm going to go over, but barely. I'm not expecting I, I'm two not rushing expecting touchdowns. Another, yeah, I'm not expecting that. I would say maybe 25 points. Game pick? Who's your game pick? I'm going Houston. I'll go Jags just to make it interesting. I wanted to say Jags, so I'll take that. All right, Bucks at the Colts. Indy's favored by two and a half points. Charlie, my love, is going to be uh, Michael Pittman. Um, and my hate is going to be Chris Godwin. All right. I love Rashad White in this one. Uh, Indy's very bad against the run. And, uh, I mean, honestly, we know the Bucks. They're not really going to run that much. But if they decide to, he's going to be there. But Rashad White, we know we'll get his um, PPR monster numbers. I hate Kate Otten in this one. He... He has been reliable. He did not show up last week, really. Um, fantasy pick him. Chris Godwin, 
12.49. Under. Yeah, I'm going to go under just because, he, you know, where the hell has he been? Yeah. Game pick? I'm going to go Indy I'm at going, home. I'm going Tampa Bay. Okay. All right, Saints at the Falcons, Charlie. Uh, Atlanta is the home favorite by only one point. Charlie, who is your love-hate? And uh, the winner, Desmond Ritter's back. Is that right? Desmond Ritter is back as the starting quarterback for Atlanta Falcons, yes. My love is Alvin Kamara. My hate is Desmond Ritter. My love is going to be Taysom Hill. Looks like Derek Carr may not be the starter for this game. Therefore, I expect Taysom Hill to be back. Um, Derek Carr is still in concussion protocol. Even through the bye week, that is normally not a great sign for a starting quarterback. So I love Tyson Hill. You could also argue Rashid Shaheed if um, Jameis Winston is the starter. We know he loves to throw it deep. My hate is going to be Tyler Algier. The Saints defense is legit for this reason. Charlie, pick him. I should have chose someone else because of of the projection here. Um, This is like a lock for an over. Taysom Hill at 2.79 points. Over. Yeah, I'm going over. I, I'm starting him as a flex play this week. Um, I, think, actually, I think it's a good I think start. I, I think I've started him as my actual tight end, but I, Taysom Hill is a... If Derek Carr's out, you have to start Taysom Hill. You have to start him. All right. Game pick. Saints. I'm going Saints. All right, Charlie. Pan, uh, sorry. Patriots at the Giants. New England is the road dog, sorry, road favorite. I always get that mixed up. I don't know why. New England is the road favorite by three points. Charlie, who is your love-hate? Give me Tommy Tutties, dude. For your love? Yeah. Really? Give me Tommy Tutties because I I mean, Saquon's like a lock for a love. Um, And I hate New England. Yeah. That's why I didn't have, you know, so I'm going Tommy Tutties, dude. Get off the get off mama's couch. Go throw some tutties. Have yourself a day. I would never I would not start him though. Let me just say that. I, yeah. if, for, if for some reason you are so desperate in a fantasy league that you have Tommy DeVito on your roster. But I do I I love him. I, I just didn't really have anyone else to put besides Saquon. Fair. All right. Uh yeah, I kind of love um Slayton in this one. Uh, only because he seems to be a popular favorite for Tommy Tutties. Um, and the Pats secondary hasn't been that good. My hate's gonna, still going to be uh, Mac Jones. I just think the Giants defense is starting to Do you turn... think Mac Jones is starting? He may not be, now that I think about it. I mean, it's... it's, it's they Bill they Belichick not... said that he was going to announce it at game time. Right, which is just so, ridiculous. But I'll say Mac Jones or Zappy. How about that? All right. Is that better? What about if it's Will Greer? Which it could be. I think it's going to be Bailey Zappy. I, I think it'll be... Yeah, I think it's either Jones or Zappy. But. I'm going to hate whoever the Patriots quarterback is. I think the Giants are going to send a blitz no matter what, yep. every single play. And so, therefore, I hate... I hate whoever the quarterback is for the Patriots. Fantasy pick him, Hunter Henry at 6.31. Six points. That's it. What do you got? <clears throat> I'm going to go over for one touchdown catch. 
Hunter Henry? Yeah. If you're in PPR, one touchdown catch gets you over. Under. Um, game pick. Giants. I got the Giants. Four o'clock game. Four four or five. All right. Rams at Cardinals. Charlie, this is the lowest spread of the weekend. The Rams are favored on the road by half a point. Damn. Yeah. Half a point. All right, Charlie, who's your love-hate? I actually love Kyler in this one. I hate James Conner. I don't love my hate, but that's my love-hate. Kyron Williams uh, expected to be back this week. Sean McVay even said he's expected to be back. Mm. I love Kyron Williams for that reason. He should be well-rested. He should be ready to roll. Uh, The Cardinals defense does give up uh, receptions and yardage on the ground to those running backs. Therefore, I love Kyron Williams. My hate is Kyler. I feel like the Rams always have Kyler's number, and therefore I don't really love Kyler in this instance. And uh, on the road here, it was kind of played into my factor here. All right. Uh, Rondale Moore is the fantasy pick of 8.56 points. Under. I'm going to go under as well. Game pick? Um, I'm going to go Rams. TBD, keep an eye out on Cooper Cup. I would not be surprised if he does not play. Yeah. So it could just be Puka, which is also why I, I like, love uh, Kyron. So who's your game pick? Rams. You? I, I went with the Rams, too. Oh, okay. All right. I already said it. Already right. said it. Sorry. Out loud. Sorry. Recorded it, even. Yeah, yeah, I got that part. All right, Browns at the Broncos, Charlie. Denver is favored at home by two and a half points. Charlie, who is your love-hate? Um, I love Jerome Ford. Okay. I hate Javante. I think it's a tough matchup for him. Who's your love-hate? Yeah, I actually loved Kareem Hunt, and I hated Javante. I loved Kareem Hunt only because I think the Broncos have stiffened against a true run defense, as a true run defense, and therefore I liked Kareem Hunt more as a pass-catching back than anything else at this point. Okay. But I, I was tempted to say David Njoku. I really was, just for whatever yeah. that's worth. Um, fantasy pick him, Cortland Sutton, 9.66. I'll go over. I'm going over as yeah, well. I'm going to go over. Game pick? This is a tough one. This one's really tough. Um, yeah. I'm a, But I am... Mm, who are you going? I feel like this is a game that Browns should lose. Because the Broncos are at home and it feels like they're gaining steam. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Broncos at home up against DTR. Vance Joseph gets some production against a rookie quarterback. So I, I was thinking that I would go Cleveland the whole time. And right before you gave your reason, I decided I'm, I'm going to go Denver as well. Okay. 
but I was planning. It sounded like you were about to go Cleveland, so then I was, I was even tempted. more. I was even more dead set on Denver. Yeah, I, I'm really. But mad. I really, I really was leaning Cleveland the whole time, and then I remembered DTR Russell Wilson, and right now I'm taking Russell Wilson. Absolutely, same thing. All right, Charlie. Next game: Chiefs at the Raiders. Kansas City is the road favorite at nine full points. That seems a bit high to me. Yeah, that does seem a bit high with the way Vegas has been playing. Well, also the way the Chiefs have been playing, or yeah. I should say the lack of the way the Chiefs have been playing on yeah. offense, really, yep. Yep. more specifically. All right, Charlie, who's your love-hate? Um, so I love Rasheed Rice in this one. Mm, yeah. Seems, seems like, you know. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have many reliable options outside of Travis Kelsey. Maybe Rasheed Rice can – it seems like he starts to establish himself and then he has a drop-off. Mm-hmm. Pick it back up. I hate MVS, especially against Marcus Peters. Bryce, who's your love-hate? Yeah, I kind of – you know, I, I you could say Kelsey or Rice. I, I like both – I like the – I like your opinion on both of those guys. Um, I'm just going to go with the more consistent option with Travis Kelsey just – yeah. For consistency purposes. Um, but my hate is going to be Devontae Adams. Legereus Sneed has been an absolute lockdown corner so far. Uh, I saw a tweet earlier today. Um, I, I think the games that he's been one-on-one matched up against a team's top-tier wide receiver, it's been phenomenal. I mean, the guy is truly a shutdown corner. Um, and you could argue the way he plays, but he is he's gotten the results that he's needed for his team to be successful. I love it. I, I Devonte Adams absolutely in hate this week. Fantasy pick him, Jacoby Myers, eight point eight three. I'll I'll go. Um, I'll go under. I'll go surprisingly under. I'll go over. On I this think one. the Chiefs' defense looks tough in this game. Yeah, I think so too. I think they'll bounce back. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go over, though, on Jacoby Myers. Who's your game pick? Chiefs. I'm going to go Chiefs as well. All right, Charlie. We have what could be the best game of the weekend. Bills at the Eagles. Philly is the home favorite at three and a half points. Charlie, my love is going to be A.J. Brown. I think he's going to have a bounce back week. He only totaled eight yards last week against the Chiefs. Um, And so, therefore, I think he will have a bounce back week. Bless you. Thank and you. I think this Bills Sorry. defense will Sorry. allow him to do that. My hate is going to be James Cook. This Eagles defense is built to stop the run, and therefore they will do that as well. Charlie, who is your love-hate? Dude, I love Josh Allen in this one mm. to have himself a day. Okay. Um, I hate defense in this game. I, think, I like that. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. If Joe Brady can put together another game plan like that, there's going to be a lot of points scored, um, and Josh Allen's going to do well. Fantasy pick him, Devontae Smith at 13.6. It's a tough one. That is a tough one. I'll go under. Game pick. I'm going to go under as well. Give me Buffalo. I got Buffalo too. Okay. Uh, I got Buffalo too. I think – this is a game Buffalo needs to win, and I, and I think they will. I really do. I really think they will. 
All right, Charlie, let's move on to Sunday Night Football. We have the Ravens at the Chargers. Uh, Baltimore is the road favorite at three and a half points. Charlie, my love is going to be Keaton Mitchell. I just think, I know he had a dud last week, and I know I said he was my love last week, but I feel like without Joey Bosa, this Chargers defense is a little more suspect, and I feel like the Ravens will get him going. It's only a matter of time. So I love Keaton Mitchell. My hate is going to be Austin Eckler for the exact opposite reason. This Ravens defense does a great job of stopping the run, and therefore Austin Eckler is going to have a tough day on the ground and through the air. I know I've used this hate quite a few times, but I hate defense in this game. I actually think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Um, But I love Lamar in this one. This is a, a day for him, hopefully. I say that a lot. You and do. He, and he lets me down a lot. He does. Um, he was my hate last week. Should have started him over to a I, – I knew it. I knew it. You but did say it. I'm starting him this week, so, you know, he's going to do bad. Yeah. Um, fantasy pick him, Justin Herbert, 21.41. Over. I'm going to go over as well. Game, Game pick. pick. I got the Ravens. I got the Ravens. All right, Charlie, Monday Night Football with the Bears at the Vikings. Minnesota is the home favorite at three and a half points. Charlie, who is your love-hate? I love Justin Fields in this one. Hate Khalil Herbert. I love Jordan Addison, and I actually hate the Bears running backs in this sense. The Vikings defense has been very stiff against the run game as of late, and uh, the Bears secondary has been very wide open. Uh, for wide receivers. All right. Uh, fantasy pick him, DJ Moore at 13.22. Yeah, I saw that. I'm definitely starting DJ Moore um, in this game. I like what Justin Fields brings to the party. I I would probably take the under at 13, though. Brings to the party. Yeah. That makes sense, but I don't think people say that. Dude. You don't think so? No. Nah. I'll take the under br- Brings to the table. What he well, brings could to be the a table. Party. Could be a party. You don't think so? Could no, yeah, like it could be. It yeah. could be. Yeah. I just don't think people say that. Well, I say it. Does that mean you could say it? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, what you got? Uh, what did you go? Over under for DJ Moore? Under. I'm going to go over. Okay. Game, game pick? pick. I'm going to go Minnesota. Yeah, I got Minnesota as well. Oh, now, right. oh and let me clarify. I, yeah. So I love Justin Fields. Yeah. I think this is a big rushing game for him. Minnesota is going to bring the blitz a lot. Yeah. And I, and I think yeah. that once Justin Fields gets sacked a couple times, it, it might be like his first look. Yeah. His run. So Yeah, I could agree. <clears throat> okay. All right, Charlie. We've been talking a lot about a lot of a lot about Thanksgiving. A lot about turkey. You know what a tryptophan does to you, Charlie? It makes you sleepy. Makes you sleepy. It slows you down a little bit. That's what it does. It slows you down, yeah, my bad. That's right. It slows you down all nice and smooth like like listen to some smooth jazz, Charlie. Charlie, I'm going to pass the buck this week, even though I landed a second place to Ethan this week. 
I'm going to pass the buck. I'm going to hand it off to you, buddy, here. I'd love to hear what your daily DraftKings lineup is of the week, Charlie. Give us some daily fantasy advice. All nice and smooth, like a tryptophan and a turkey. And a tryptophan and turkey. Like mashed potatoes yeah. Friday morning. I can't believe I didn't bring up mashed potatoes. Like and some gravy. Sweet potato casserole. On a nice empty plate. Like well, it's not it's not empty if it's on the plate, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like green bean casserole flowing through your bowels, Johnny. Flowing through the bowels. Yeah, nice and smooth, like. Yeah, dude, that's smooth that's jazz a, right there. That's a fiber. <laughs> Charlie, what's your daily DraftKings lineup of the week, Charlie? Uh, tell us all nice and smooth like. Um, smooth like. So this is a smooth line. Mostly uh, This is mostly based on um, matchups. It's not gonna wow anyone. Like my lineups. I, I like some of your li- this is just, just listen okay and then, all right, all right. I'll listen I'll smooth like um and I've only got a couple of expensive people here and the first one's gonna be CJ Stroud how much is he this week seventy seven hundred wow okay so he was only he was right at around seven thousand last week so that's that is definitely a price increase um against the Jags defense which is twenty eighth against quarterbacks mm. um. It's still a solid price, though. Uh, it's something I'm going to bite on. Sure. Um, uh, so I like that matchup. <clears throat> Divisional game. It's going to be tough, but this this seems like a, a great week to take uh, C.J. Stroud. And frankly, it might be a good week to take Trevor Lawrence, too. But I got C.J. Stroud at $7,700. Um, got two running backs here. I've got Derrick Henry. At $6,400 against the 31st-ranked defense against running backs. Um, it's been a long time since Derrick Henry has dropped this low in DraftKings, price-wise. He's He is a little bit underutilized, but I'm, I like Derrick Henry in this one. Um, I also like Rashad White at $6,100 against the 29th-ranked defense against running backs expect ppr especially uh, can in DraftKings. sure this is friday through sunday this is friday through sunday good call thank okay. you for clarifying yeah. this did not include the thanksgiving days that. yeah so not thursday friday through sunday correct Fr- friday through monday or friday through sunday friday through monday okay all right um henry white as my running backs I got two wide receivers here, and I'm kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of surprising that my mo- second most expensive guy is this dude, but he has been the dude for this team. Adam Thielen, $7,300 against the 27th ranked mm-hmm. defense yeah. against wide receivers. Yeah. And I think Bryce Young, I'll, I just kind of like his... Kind of like what I said earlier. He's going to show out. 
to show up Will Levis. Um, and Adam Thielen, it doesn't matter whether Bryce Young shows out or not, Adam Thielen gets the ball. Now, this wide receiver, this is more, I threw this one out there as when you're running out of money and you need your flex. OBJ mm. had 120 yards last week he and did. like eight receptions or something like that. Four. Oh, really? I thought it was only a handful of receptions. Well, I think that he is going to start getting back. I'm not, when I say to form, to a more reliable wide receiver. But I like OBJ for $3,800. That's it? Yeah. No way. Against the 31st ranked defense wow. against wide That's receivers. That's a great play. And I really like that. Now he is questionable as the as of the moment, yeah. but it doesn't sound like it's anything serious that they are mm. that worried about. But he does have the questionable designation. But OBJ at thirty eight hundred dollars. Wow, I really like that play. Really that like seems that. like a great flex play to me. Yeah. Um, my tight end. We talked about him a lot today, and um, David and Joku, forty one hundred dollars mm. against the. Defense that gives up the most points to tight ends in the league. 4,100 made me hesitate mm-hmm. for Najoku, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, but throw a throw the fact that you have a rookie uh, quarterback in there. Might rely on your tight end. I'm, I'm going to take a chance on it. My defense is the New York Giants against the New England who's at quarterbacks. Um, $3,500. It's not my favorite play. It's not. But $3,500 against the 29th ranked offense in the league. And really the Giants defense, they get sacks. Mm-hmm. And they make plays. So I, I think that's a that's a fair play. It's not. It's certainly not my favorite, but... I'll, I'm I'm good with that play, considering the Patriots are a dumpster fire. Yeah, yeah, I like the lineup, Charlie. Uh, I you know surprising for you, you you didn't really pay up for anyone. You do have a tendency to do that, it, oh, understandably so. And I do, and I always and will. Do, yeah, for for the right guys, you do have a very good tendency of paying up for the right guys who do end up paying off for you. Um, but it didn't seem like any payups here this week. So I like that lineup. Uh, I do like a handful of those guys. I don't like a handful of them as well. Um, my biggest hate is probably Derrick Henry. Uh, but we kind of talked about that during the Panthers-Titans game as well. Um, but the rest of it, I really like. I really do. And frankly, there's a reason why Derrick Henry is so low money-wise. Mm-hmm. It's because he hasn't been producing that much. That's right. That's right. Um, but I do like this matchup for him. Um but yeah, that's my DK this week. That's my smooth jazz. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right, Charlie, you ready for the best segment in podcasting? Oh, I'm ready for it. Charlie. Bryce. Wait. It's your ass, Charlie. Bryce, what's giving you the red ass this week? Charlie, what's giving me the red ass this week is uh, Christmas lights. Oh, Jesus. I feel like Clark Giswold right now. Yeah. Just fucking plugging shit in, unplugging shit, plugging shit in, resetting breakers, plugging shit in, unplugging shit. 
using different extension cords, plugging shit in, unplugging shit, using a different extension cord, plugging shit in, unplugging shit in. It's just a lot. Now, and I this, haven't even finished all the shit that I'm going to put Are you in. doing this because you're testing out your lights or because you're putting them up and then plugging them in and realizing you're putting too much of a load on your breaker? Um, so I need a little bit. In of, all clarity, I have not had to reset any of my breakers. Okay, good. Because I do use all LEDs. So they, they don't really put out that much. Um, but I have not. Well, that's not hung, entirely true, but. I have not hung my. Like ice school lights, I planned on maybe doing that tomorrow, depending on the rain. You know, like I don't. It's supposed mm-hmm. to rain tomorrow. Right. So if it's raining tomorrow, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to get off the ladder. Slippery conditions. It's bad no. for bears. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but there are some other things. I've just been doing a lot of, a lot of work at night with the lights and everything. It's just, you know, it's a puzzle. It's, it's a puzzle to get it all right and plugged in. And I've gotten to a good spot now, but it takes a little trial and error. A little trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. You you stick with the old man disgruntled uh, chapped ass. Well, I really... It's really I, been your theme recently. I don't love the idea of getting up on a ladder. No, no, no. No, no, no. I, look, I, I don't have a problem with your chapped ass. I'm just oh. letting you know you are... You are keeping with the curmudgeon theme yeah. uh, with your chapped ass. But I do asses. love Christmas. I do love right. Christmas. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Christmas and I love yeah. decoreating for Christmas. Yeah, but your it's chapped just the ass lights. Theme. I feel like Clark Griswold. Yeah, yeah. Griswold. I'm just saying your chapped ass. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. And by recently, I mean like the last year and a half. It seems like it's always about either traffic or weather or now putting up Christmas lights. I mean, I don't feel like. Or traveling. I Traveling's a big one. Traveling's a big yeah, one. Yeah, it is for a big you. one. It is a big one. I do a lot of I do a lot more traveling than you do as at least right as of right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't feel like I have the liberty to bitch about the Panthers in my chapped ass. You do a lot of that before Already. the chapped exactly. ass. Exactly. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yep. Um Charlie, what's chapping your ass? Well, believe it or not. Traffic? Weather. Weather. Nice. Um and I'm going to tie in a little bit of Porter John Chronicles into this. Ooh. Um, let's hear it. Well, it's cold as shit in the morning, all right? I yeah, get to work yeah, yeah. I get to work at like 5.45, start work at 6, and I'm not working right now inside a, like a building that is heated. It's an open warehouse, essentially. So it's a legit Porter John that you have to go to. It, well, it's freezing. And so when I do use the Porter John, and this is until probably about 11 o'clock that this happens. But I need to take a piss. I don't know if you know this, Bryce, but when you piss outside when it's cold, yeah, hot piss steams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're in a porta john yeah, you, there's a little urinal on the side yeah. that I piss in. Yeah. And I don't particularly like to get my fucking piss steam in my face. Yeah. And so I stand at a... I have to do like a little out. I have like to do like back? a lean back, a major lean back situation. Sure. Half the time that you go into a portage on a job site, it, they're not level by any means. No. So I'm leaning back to to be plumb, level. to be plumb with the fucking <laughs> earth, you know? Yeah, sure. So I'm already got the lean back. Yeah. And then I'm leaning back more. Yeah. You know, and at this point, I'm almost damn pissing on the ceiling. Right. Because, and I got to avoid the piss steam. 
and the work. I mean, it's even, God forbid, you go in after someone else. So you get in there, and there's already someone else's hot piss team, like hot logs. So then you're you're mixing hot piss teams, piss teams, dude. Yeah, that. So you powering like a, dude, look, a train look, engine with the the steam look, that you're putting off. Look, there? sometimes going into a porta john, I would sometimes uh, you know you kind of ex- expect a porta john to smell like everyone else's shit. Okay, but if I go in right after someone that pissed, yeah, smelling someone's piss, yeah. That's almost worse to me. I could see that. And then if I see it fucking steaming, yeah, still, yeah, I got a major, major fucking chapped ass of that dude. <laughs> major problems with someone else's fucking hot piss steam. And then I gotta, I gotta. Well, I'm gonna piss. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna piss outside because right. there's two porta johns right there. I'm a, I'm not a, I'm not a heathen. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. I'm a contributing member to this society, so right. I'm pissing a porta john. Right. Like the second class citizen that I am being a construction <laughs> That's worker. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh yeah. Avoiding hot piss steam, dude, has has been really I could see that. And and just like working in the cold is like my least favorite thing in the world, dude. I can yeah. I can be in a really good mood. And I can get to work in a good mood because you know I'm in a nice warm vehicle. Sure. And I get out. Dude, it and and this week I've been going. I get out. We kind of do our thing, get our shit together, and I'm going 40 feet in the air in a scissor lift that's just swaying like crazy, and I'm freezing ass cold, and I just had to dodge my hot piss steam. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about hot turkey instead. And so it's just yeah. It was a tough. I hate the cold mornings, dude. I can see that. Unfortunately, it's only gonna get worse. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but so maybe I'll get steam in your future. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even worse. And I'm not gonna not drink my coffee, so I'm <laughs> yeah. going to piss. Yeah, you know? exactly. And yeah, I'm, you had to piss. I'm gonna start bringing a fan to blow my hot piss steam away. <laughs> but that's, that's what's chapping my ass, dude. And not to mention, that. like you know, the cold actually chaps your ass. So yeah, yeah. That's fair. Well, that's all I got, Bryce. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, look out for DraftKings Thursday only and then Friday through uh, through Monday night. Um, thank you guys for voting. We'll do a Thursday. Uh, I'll make sure I put one out for Friday, and then I'll do all the Sunday games as well, Sunday through Monday. Everyone, uh, good luck in fantasy this week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Have, have a happy Enjoy your turkey day. Enjoy family. This is what it's all about. Enjoy your days off. And football. Uh, And football. That's damn right. All right. Y'all, thanks for listening, y'all. This has been the Unsolicited Advice Podcast. Don't forget to please like, rate, and subscribe. And check us out on Instagram at un.solicitedadvice underscore. Until next time, bet the over.